The Daily Rios for June 10th, 2013. Musical Monday on the 2013 Tony Awards. Welcome back to another week of The Daily Rios. This is your host, Peter. I'm changing things up today for Musical Monday. Instead of going over an individual production to celebrate last year's anniversary of me being in theater for 25 years, I thought I'd go over the Tony Awards, which were presented on CBS last night, Sunday night, I know not every listener will be interested in this type of episode, but the Tonys are the Oscars to us theater folk, and I know from Twitter and a few emails that there are a few non-theater people out there who at least appreciate the Tonys, or Broadway, or theater in general, so why not make an episode for them? And besides, it's something that I want to talk about. It's something that is important to me. And I have a venue to do so. So there, all the reasons I need to talk about the Tony Awards. So what are the Tony Awards? The Tony Awards, or Tony spelled T-O-N-I, was a nickname given to an actress named Antoinette Perry, who later turned successfully to producing and directing in theater when in an era when women in the business were usually relegated to just acting or costume design or choreography. One of her greatest contributions, which led to the Tony Awards, is that she was a co-founder of the theater wing of Allied Relief during World War II, otherwise known as the American Theater Wing, who are the presenters of the Tony Awards. Later in her, in her life, she was also the president of the National Experimental Theater, and she financed, with Actors' Equity and the uh, Dramatists Guild, the work of new playwrights. Upon her, her death, there was a proposal to uh, make an award in her honor for distinguished stage acting and technical achievements, and at the initial event in 1947, as an award was handed out, it was called the Tony in... Uh, honor of her, and the name has stuck ever since. That is a highly paraphrased description of what they actually are, but you can, I'll provide a link to the Tony Awards website so you can read up uh, on more of what that is if anyone's interested, but that's basically a, a real rough history of what the Tony Awards are. The Tony Awards got their start in 1947, when the American Theater Wing decided to establish an awards program to celebrate ex- celebrate excellence in the theater, and they made their official debut at a dinner in the Grand Ballroom of the Waldorf Astoria Hotel on Easter Sunday of 1947. The first televised show was in 1967, and it was brought to CBS in 1978. The actual award is on a black base, and it's a spinning medallion where the masks of comedy and tragedy are on one side, and the profile of Antoinette Perry is on the other. Much like if you're familiar with the Eisner Awards for comic books, the Tony Awards have a nominating committee, uh, and they go out and look at all the shows, and they're asked to see every new Broadway production, and then they meet shortly uh after the Tony eligibility deadline to discuss about what the nominations are, and then there's secret ballots, and then there's committees that vote uh, anywhere up to about uh, around 868 they have on the website of eligible voters, people from different boards of different 
uh, theater groups, the Broadway League or uh, the Actors' Equity Association, American Theater Wing, the Dramatists Guild, the Stage Directors and Choreographer Society, members of the New York Drama Critics Circle, etc., etc. What I thought was interesting is that voters are expected to attend all nominated productions or they at least have to refrain from voting in any category in which they have not seen all of the nominees. Whether they adhere to that or not, I can't imagine that they do, but at least that's part of the um, process, I guess you could say. Last night's production was held at Radio City in New York after being at the Beacon Theater for a number of years. I've actually been in and played both houses, and while the Beacon Theater is gorgeous on the inside... For all of the spectacle that goes on at a Tony Awards, you really do need a theater like Radio City, which is amazing and has all these huge hydraulic sections on the stage that go up and down. And it can handle all of the stuff that needs to happen in this kind of show, where you have multiple sets and big casts and, and things like that. I actually know a few people who were at the production last night who either work for the Broadway League or got tickets somehow and during the production, during one of the awards, I saw a castmate from Bye Bye Birdie, the show that I talked about on last week's Musical Monday. He played Birdie in that production all those years ago. So I'm there watching on TV. I see him, and then today I discover that he was a small producer on Pippin. So he got to go on stage when Pippin won the award for Best Musical Revival. Uh, his name is Dale Badway, and I, I just thought that was awesome that I saw him on stage, recognized him, and good to know that he's still in the theater biz. Small friggin' world. Um, really dug Neil Patrick Harris's opening. This is the fourth time he has hosted the Tony Awards. He's amazing. Hugh, Hugh Jackman is amazing, but so is Neil Patrick Harris. I thought the opening was the best it's been since uh, It's Not Just for Gays Anymore, if you know of that opening for one of the Tony Awards in the past which you can find online on YouTube. In the opening song that Neil Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris did, he had a little bit of a dig to the Lady Miz musical where he talked about, give me my close-up, and they put the camera really close on his face, and he says, see that? We don't, here on Broadway, we don't need to have close-ups to prove that we really are singing live. And it was just a little bit of a dig uh, at the movie. Um, poking fun, basically. He also poked fun at Shia, Shia, Shia LaBeouf for quitting a production that he was in uh, because he was having fights with Alec Baldwin. Um, he did a magic trick on stage that I don't know if it was TV magic or real magic. It was awesome. It was great. It was a great little trick where he disappeared on stage and showed up way back in the house at Radio City, way back behind the audience. Uh, the opening is actually written by Neil Patrick Harris, along with the creators of In the Heights, which I did not know this. Uh, and the creators of In the Heights also wrote uh, Bring It On, which was nominated this year, so hence all the rapping. I thought the night ran really smooth. Usually with the Tony Awards, you get a lot of sound issues, but um, this year didn't seem to have any of that. There was one year where Poison star Brett Michaels was performing because they're using the poison music in the musical called Rock of Ages. And when he was done and was running upstage to get away from the people that were coming on stage, he got decked by an incoming set that was coming down from the fly space and knocked him on his ass and he had a bruise on his forehead. But this year seemed to everything seemed to run nicely. Uh, with an added touch that I really enjoyed, 
they had announcers from current Broadway shows, stars and characters from current shows, introduce all the performances. So there was a whole bunch of Spider-Man on stage from Spider-Man Turn on the Dark that introduced the performance of Annie, since both of them are comics or comic strips. And they had Simba from Lion King with uh, Mufasa standing behind him, because they're a father and son, introduced the show, the musical for Pippin, because that also is sort of about a father and son. So that was kind of cool. It reminded me of the Oscars from way back when, where they would have several actresses or actors come on stage and talk about each nominee in some of the bigger categories. And it was a nice personal touch. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I hope they do more of that, because... You know, I understand that they have to use stars and well-known actors to present the actual awards because that's what you need for ratings. That's what you need to get people to watch. But you wish there were a few more well-known Broadway stars, maybe not necessarily movie stars or TV stars, but well-known Broadway stars who would actually also um, announce the awards. I mean, we had people like Matthew Broderick and um, Sally Field and... Um, well, Matthew Broderick, I mean, he's he's both TV, movie, and stage. But, you know, I, I just wish there were some that were really just all about Broadway. But I get it. You know, this is true of any show, that any award show, that they need people to uh, entice, entice the audience to come see it. You can find the winner's list online in multiple places. I really don't want to talk about it all. I only want to talk about a few things and nothing really in-depth. I just took a whole bunch of random notes and thoughts while I was uh, while I was tweeting <laughs> last night, and I thought, you know what? I'll just I'll just list them all off and, and just talk about them really fast. Um, best play was Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike, and it stars David Hyde Pierce and Sigourney Weaver and other actors. And just everything I heard about it last night and saw a little snippet of it, the title, the the idea behind it makes me want to go see it. So um, that's one thing about the Tonys. You know, some of these performances or the snippets that they show can make a breaker show. Uh, you know, if there's real interest to go see something that looks pretty cool on stage. It was a night for female winners. Uh, best Direction of a Play and Best Direction of a Musical both went to women. Best Direction of a Play was Pam McKinnon for Who's Afraid of Vir Virginia Woolf. And Best Direction of a Musical was Diane Paulus for Pippin. Also in the category of Best uh, Actress in a Leading Role for both Play and a Musical also went to women. Not only did it went, did that go to women, it went to African-American women. Uh, Cicely Tyson won for Leading Role in a Play for Actress uh, for The Trip to Bountiful. And for Best Actress in a Leading Role in a Musical went to Bettina Miller for Pippin. Pippin had a, a number of um, Tonys in the night. Uh, it really was Kinky Boots that ran away with uh, a lot of the awards, including Best Musical and Best Choreographer, as well as Best Music, because uh, Cindy Lauper won for the musical lyrics for Kinky Boots, which was kind of awesome. <clears throat> of the individual performances, they showed uh, live performances on stage from Bring It On, Matilda, Motown, Cinderella, A Christmas Story, Annie, Phantom of the Opera, because that's celebrating its 25th anniversary on Broadway and is also the longest-running musical uh, on Broadway now. Um, they also showed Pippin and K Kinky Boots. Uh, Bring It On and Motown, I wasn't necessarily impressed. In fact, Bring It On, I just... 
there was nothing in it that really spoke of the movie to me. And I don't know if I got a lot about what the show was about. I, I know what the story is, but the number that they chose wasn't feeling it. Motown felt like a jukebox musical, which I'm fairly certain it is. Um, the Phantom Anniversary clip, which was introduced by the legendary director Harold Prince, was lip-synced, we think. There's a lot of pe- debate about it, but I think it was lip-synced. And I know there are parts of the musical that are also lip-synced when you go to watch it. Mostly because the characters are running around that stage, and I guess that's a way to keep the uh, music and keep the the voice and the songs and the dialogue, keep them normal, and, and that way people don't sound like they're running through the theater. Um, Pippin, I was kind of surprised that they kept a lot of the Fosse choreography and a lot of the Fosse style, even though they've now turned it into this giant Cirque show, which is awesome, and I think is very much within the line of the show. I was just surprised, and I, I think the choreographer is was either in the original Pippin cast, I didn't look it up, but he or he was, you know, somewhere along the way that he got to work with Fosse. And I kind of just wanted to see something new if they were going to do this whole circus thing. But, um, you know, whatever. Uh, it won Best Revival of a Musical. Um, Kinky Boots, even though it was the darling of the night, I thought the number wasn't necessarily the best example of why it won Best Choreographer. The number takes place in a factory, and they had all these treadmills. And if you know of the video from OK Go, where they do all this synchronized choreo on treadmills, and they walk, and they sit, and they travel on these four moving treadmills, well, that's what they did for this show uh, and for this number. So I don't know if it's supposed to be an homage, if it's a ripoff, I don't know. But um, I didn't think it was the best example. But it did win Best Musical as well. There is a movie of Kinky Boots. I do want to go see it. I'm going to go, you know, try to look up the movie. I think it's on demand right now. Um, and then that way that'll give me an idea of what maybe the musical is about. There are a lot of kids on Broadway this season. They're in Annie. They're in uh, A Christmas Story, which is a musical of the movie with little Ralphie and I'll Shoot Your Eye Out and all that. Uh, of course, Matilda. Um a lot of uh, young actors making their pay on Broadway. And good. They're very, very good. I mean, the tap number in A Christmas Story, the, the little kids were pretty good. Uh, Annie felt a little bit too contemporary for my tastes in the dancing. But um, it was, it was you know, it was okay. And Jane Lynch is now Hannigan for a little while. And I thought she was great. Who knew she had such acting and um, who knew she had such vocal chops? I knew she could act. But she was landing some really great notes, and and I thought she had a great presence in that performance. So uh, there's another example of good marketing. Bring her out on the Tonys. She has a following with Glee, and she's just a funny actress. So there's a good way to show off the musical and and this actress as well. They also did a good job with Cinderella. Uh, Now, this isn't Disney's version. This is uh, a Rodgers and Hammerstein version. This is a true Broadway production when it comes to Cinderella. And I thought they did a nice mix of different songs that maybe parents would see and they'll say, hey, let's go see it. It has kind of a Disney feel to it. I can understand why they did what they did with it. Um, Certainly this Disney Cinderella version is much more popular, but this is a true Broadway musical. And I thought they did a great job with it. I I was really impressed by it. It was funny. It was cute. And um, hopefully that gets people to see it.
because I don't think the same could be said about Bring It On. I don't know, I don't know how much longer that show is going to last. There was some push from the Tony Awards hashtag tweets that I was seeing about um, the Rascals performed, and the Rascals were an older rock group, and they did have a couple nights on Broadway in some kind of charity event thing or whatever it was, fundraising event. So they perform, they let them perform at the Tony Awards, and I didn't think that was a big big deal. Some people had problems with it. Some people wrote things like, why did the Rascals have to perform? If they didn't perform, maybe we could have seen more performances. But they wanted to see performances from shows that had closed. Mystery of Edwin Drood had closed. Who's going to pay for that to be on the Tonys? Who's going to pay for the costumes? Who's going to pay for the actors to be on the Tonys? I mean, if it closed, it's closed. Producers don't want to spend any more money on it. <laughs> so I didn't have a problem with Rascals being on, uh, being on stage. You know, so what? Now, having said that, I do wish they would perform more plays. They show snippets, but I would like to see a few more scenes of some of the plays. Um, again, I mean, I know the show's only three hours, and believe me, they were flying through some of the musical numbers, and they were flying through some of the presentations, and they started to cut off people on their speeches uh, because they got to get this stuff in within three hours, and they don't even show all the awards. Some are given at an earlier time. So I get that, that they can't also show plays because the Tony Awards on TV, they don't get the highest ratings. Although this year's show got about 20% more viewers than last year, I think they said, which is good. Would I like to see more plays? I would like to see more plays. I don't think we'll get that, but that's okay. So all in all, it was a fun night and I had fun live tweeting it as I was doing it. Um, and it's a, it's an event that I look forward to every year. And, uh, I know there are certain people who do as well. So if you did watch the Tonys, let me know what you liked. Let me know if there was anything in it that you said, huh, uh, that looks like something I want to see. You can reach me at Peter at the daily or go to the website, the daily Rios and leave a comment on the website episode page. Otherwise I will see you tomorrow.